Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. What's up? Happy, happy Monday. I hope that you've gotten off to an amazing start of this week. This episode, I actually want to start with a bit of a celebration. Not any celebration. And and for those of you who have followed any of my Instagram lives, it's a Tuesday evening, 8 p.m. Central European time. Uh, if you've followed any of those lives, then you also know that I love to start with celebrations. I think it just puts everything in a really nice atmosphere if we can focus on what all those good things are that are happening in our lives. So easy to forget about it. And by starting with a celebration, you put your focus on those good things that has happened. And one really, really good thing that has happened in my life lately and that I really want to celebrate with all of you is that this podcast has hit 3,000 downloads. Just saying that out loud, I, I can hardly believe it. Just hearing it said out loud, it's just crazy. And I'm so, so thankful for you to keep on tuning into this podcast week after week to sharing it with your friends to sharing it on your social media this means the world to me I only like really can't find words to express my gratitude and how happy and proud this makes me so I just want to raise my voice and say thank you so much to to you for for uh, for being there and listening and I obviously want to share this celebration with each one of you and therefore I've come up with an idea and that is that I'm going to do a giveaway. So I'm going to give away one spot in the Positive Equestrian Performance Program. And for those of you who haven't heard of it, it's a group coaching program I'm starting up and it's because I can't I can't coach everyone one-to-one. -one. There's so, only so many hours also in my days. So this is a way for me to be able to coach more of you out there. And it's going to be a 10-week program where we're going to dig into everything mindset, performance, and how you can really take your riding to the next level. So this giveaway, the price of it's going to be one spot totally for free to join this program. Now, to be able to enter the drawing, there are two things you need to be doing. First of all, you need to be sharing about this podcast on social media. So either Facebook or Instagram. So you can do this in several different ways. You can take a selfie of yourself when you're listening. You can take a print screen of your phone when you're listening. Or you can actually share. I'm going to put up a post on my Instagram about this giveaway so you could also share that giveaway post but what's something that is really important is that you also tag me in the post so when you share this even on your on your story or on a post on your actual instagram or facebook but make sure you tag me in it because if you don't tag me in it i won't see it and i won't be able to know that you want to be part of the drawing so that's the first thing make sure you share something about this podcast either instagram or facebook photo of yourself or just, just that giveaway post that I'm going to put up. 
The second thing you need to do is that you need to go in and give this podcast a rating or a review. You can do this in Apple Podcasts or you can do it in Spotify. So pick one of the two, but make sure you give it a rating and a review. So for all those people that share something about this podcast on social media, I'm going to go in and I'm going to check that there's also this person has also given a rating and review. So make sure you do both. And by doing so, you'll be in the drawing to win a free spot in the PEP program. And the winner is going to be announced in a live webinar that I'm doing on the 15th of March. So on the 15th of March, I'm going to be doing a webinar which with the title 10 Mistakes That Ruin Your Performance in the Saddle. So obviously, you can also register for this webinar if you're interested. The link to register is in the show notes. So make sure that you also check that out. Also, make sure you do all this before the 15th of March, obviously, because if you haven't entered the drawing before 15th of March, I'm going to announce the winner. If you're not part of the drawing, you're not making a chance to actually win this prize. So I know that was a lot. I hope I got it out there to you in some kind of structured way. If you have any questions, don't be afraid to shoot me a message on Instagram or on Facebook. My Instagram handle is in the show notes, so don't be afraid to to send me a message if you have any questions at all whatsoever about this. Now, with all that out of the way, I'm going to go ahead and dive into today's episode. And I'm going to start this out with a question for you. And the question is, are you treating yourself like an athlete? If you're being 100% honest, are you actually treating yourself like an athlete? Why am I asking this? Because a lot of the time in when, when we're riders, we get a lot of remarks. So I don't know about you, but I get gotten a lot of remarks. Things like, riding is not a sport. It should not be part of the Olympics. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sure you've heard all of it. Now, the question, though, is if we as riders consider this to be a sport, people that do sport, they are athletes, right? Athletes are people doing sport. But are you treating yourself like one? If you think that horse riding is a sport, it should be part of the Olympics, all those things, are you actually standing for it? Are you actually treating yourself as an athlete who is practicing a sport? So honest question there. And what inspired me actually to do this episode is is, is one of my coaching clients. And I'm going to just tell you the story real quickly. So this is a girl that I'm coaching. And she is working with training and competing with, with her own horses, but, but also other people's horses. And one of the calls we had recently, she told me about this horse that she's, she has it together with someone. And she had been to a show with this. She had been competing with the, with the horse. But she hadn't quite had the result that she wanted. Uh, and when I asked her what was the reason that she didn't have that result, she said, yeah, look, this horse is not standing in my stable. So I have it together with those people. And the deal that we made is that the horse is going to be staying at their place and I'm going to be like training and competing it. But the thing is that when it's not at my place, I can't give it the right nutrition. I can't make sure that everything is in order, that it's like following the right training schedule. I can only ride it then and then. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. That makes sense. So it's really important for you to have the right nutrition, the right training, to have this horse in your system. Is that right? And she said, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Now, apart from the actual, you know, the coaching her on the riding and, and the mental side and this competing and, and all those things, we have another goal for her. And that is that she wants to become fit. And she's been making a lot of progress with this. She started running, started eating healthier, but... 
there's also a lot of excuses popping up all the time. So she's saying that she, she's committing to doing certain things and she's doing some of it, but then there's also like all those excuses. And one of the calls then when she told me about this horse and how important it is for her, I couldn't help myself by asking, but look, you're, it's so important for you to make sure that this horse is, is fit, that it has the right nutrition, that it's in your system, that it has the right training. But then at the same time, you're not you're you're making up excuses when it comes to your own nutrition your own training isn't that a bit contradictory and she got quiet and she realized that it is contradictory right we're so focused on 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 our horse at athletes and that they have everything and it's so important they did this and they did that and they did that so important for her, in fact, that that she was she was she was prepared to start an argument with those owners because it was so important to her that this horse was treated so well because that was the way that horse would be able to to you know really perform and really you know get to that level and 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 making sure it was the best on those competition days. But why then? Why then is she not treating herself like that athlete? And this is the same question I want to ask you: Are you treating your horse like that athlete? Or sorry, are you treating yourself as 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 that athlete? Because because the thing is that horse riding, you know, it's a team effort, right? It's you and your horse, and we're so concerned with the health of our horses and the fitness of our horses, but not of ourselves. And what we're not realizing is that by focusing only on one of the two players in the team, only on our horses, we're missing out on a huge opportunity. It's like if you think about like football. If, let's say that there would be a football team, and the football trainer would only be concerned with with to keep the striker fit or striker or whatever it's called this this guy making all the goals not quite not quite my 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 terminology here football but you see what i mean like if 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 he's only concerned with this person who's making the goals a striker or whatever it's called he's only concerned with that like what do you think the rest of the team will think like he he wouldn't be concerned at all with other fitness like do you think that would be a successful team do you think the other team players would be like happy with him the fact that he was only concerned with like this one person's fitness like is that gonna take the team to the next level it isn't right so ask yourself what is the difference if if you are shaping a team together with your horse why are you so concerned about your horse fitness and not your own fitness realize what a huge opportunity that you're missing out on if you're only treating your horse like an athlete and not yourself like an athlete so hearing all this question then becomes how do we then become fitter like what how can how can i become so say if you're hearing and you're thinking like okay just like i got the point look i i'm treating my horse like an athlete i'm not treating myself like an athlete okay but how can i actually start doing that so there's a couple of tips here that i want to give you and the first thing the very first thing that's super important is that you pick one thing to start with with don't try to do everything in one go so so i mean there's really you know this equation when we talk about getting fitter there's really two choices right you can either eat healthier or you can burn more calories right it's an easy equation you do one or the other or you can do both but what i would encourage you is that you start with one thing and realize that getting fit doesn't have to be hard. It can be as simple as changing one tiny thing that you do every single day. But if you stick to it and you stay consistent, how small that thing might be, over time, 
that's going to have a massive impact. So something that's important here is that we start out small. And I actually talked about this um, in an in an exercise uh, in, a, in an episode a while back. Seven tips to to start a new habit, I believe it's called. In there, I also talk about like start small, start with one habit, and make it easy for yourself. Make it if you if you want to start running, for example. Don't kick off with, you know, going out and running five kilometers like three times a week because you're not going to stick to it. Let's be honest. So make it simple. Like maybe you're just starting with like putting on your shoes twice a week. But if you want more of those those tips, go back and listen to that episode. But the next thing I want to I want to pick up here is also make it specific. So whether it is that you want to start exercising or eat healthier, be specific about what it is that you want to do. So, for example, if you say you want to eat healthier, what does that mean does that mean that you're not gonna eat any junk food what what like what even is junk food in your opinion does it mean that you're not gonna eat, eat chips fries but that you know I'm, I'm just saying something that that chocolates are fine like what does it mean to you like what is junk food in your opinion is it everything that is not food or is it like that it's just chips candy and that it's still fine to eat fries like be very specific with what it is you mean um, why is it so important to be specific? Because when it comes to it, we have this voice in our head that's going to try to talk us out of it. So everything that's new, everything that's out of our comfort zone, this voice in our head, that self-sabotaging voice is going to try to talk us out of it. So if you have left some wiggle room there, if you've left some room for discussion, this voice in your head is going to use that wiggle room and he's going to go in and start a discussion. And that voice is the best salesperson in the world. So if you haven't been specific enough about what it means, this voice is going to pop up like, yeah, but chips, is that really part of of, uh, of junk food? Because, you know, that's made of potatoes and that's really food. Like, that's not so bad. I can, it sounds silly, but but I, I can only speak for myself. But those kind of conversations has gone on in my head. Like, this voice is always so good in coming up with excuses. So make sure that you don't leave any wiggle room, any room for discussion. Be really specific is what it means to eat healthy for you. And also make it measurable. So is it six days per week? Is it seven days per week? Is it only in the week that you're going to eat healthy? Like, what is it? The more specific you can be, the greater your chance of actually achieving it. Now, when it comes to exercising, I just want to put it in here really quickly. If you're going to start exercising, make sure it's something that you actually enjoy doing. Like, for example, I've just actually started out this, this, or I started a little bit early this year. I started out this, this dressage rider training program. So it's, it's a training program, fitness program for riders specifically. And I, to be honest, I never made it to the gym, the fitness, any kind of those kind of things. But... I found this program and it's like specific for riders. It's only like three times 20 minutes. It worked out really well for me and I really love doing it. So whatever it is that you have in your mind for exercise, make sure it's something that you enjoy. Like if you, do, if you hate running, don't start running. If you hate going to the gym, don't start going to the gym. Like there's so many ways in which you can become fitter. Just be creative and find something that you actually enjoy doing. Find something you enjoy doing, as and I've already mentioned, start small. Like make it easy in yourself in the beginning. It's, all that matters is that you're consistent. So if you want to, if it is that you want to start running, just put your shoes on twice a week. Start with that. Make sure it's something that you're not gonna be able to talk yourself out of because the effort of doing it, it's so small that that voice is not going to even see the point of starting the discussion about it. So that sums up first point here. Pick one thing. 
what is it that you are going to be doing? Are you going to eat healthier? What does that mean? Are you going to start exercising? Exactly what are you going to do? Make it measurable. How many times per week? For how long a period? So if you want some extra accountability, let me know what it is for you. You can you can post about it on your social media. That way, actually, also your community can hold you accountable. If you tag me in it, I can hold you accountable. But if you put it on there, for example, that you're going to only eat vegetables, I'm just saying something, you're only going to eat vegetables the whole month of March, then if you put it on your social media and people see you eating something else, they can say like, look, weren't you supposed to eat only vegetables in, in the month of March? And to be clear, I, <laughs> I don't think you should eat only vegetables because that's not very healthy. But just the first thing that popped into my head. But just make sure that you be specific and that you commit to doing this. Right. Now, the third thing I want to talk about here is because, because you know, these are all performance stuff, becoming healthier, but I always want to like give this a bit of a mindset twist. And what I want you to, to, to think about is actually what is the reason that you are, for example, eating junk food or that you are not exercising? What is the real reason why you haven't actually done that until now? Because only when you get to the bottom, so if you failed in the past, only by getting to the bottom why you've actually failed and figuring that out and finding a solution for that, you're going to be likely to succeed this time. Because if you've tried to start running already five times and you're going to do the same thing now <laughs> again, let's be honest, it's not going to change anything. It, like Einstein says, like if you, if you do the same things all over again and expect a different result, that's insanity, right? So you want to make sure you do something differently. So ask yourself, if you failed in the past, what's the reason you've failed? I'm going to take a really quick example here and when it comes to junk food. So for a lot of people that I talk to when they say like junk food, so I want to stop eating junk food. Okay, well, what's the what's the reason you failed to, to not eat junk food in the past? It's like, yeah, well, you know, I, I just love eating junk food. Like, okay, um, what is it that's so good about it? Like, when does this happen? Like, yeah, well, you know, a lot of the time I stick to it for a while and then I just want to sort of, give myself that treat because I've been doing well and then I give myself that treat and then I you know I then I've eaten junk food once and then I keep on you know then then I've then I've sort of broken the streak and then I can sort of might as well keep on eating junk food kind of thing so that's usually what happens I've been really good for a period and then I slip once and then it's uh, it's it's ruined right so with those kind of people I'm like okay so it sounds like there's a desire for you. There's a desire for you for junk food. You see this as a, as a I can't think of the word um, as 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 a treat, like something that is is um, a prize or something that you're supposed to be getting when you've been good, kind of thing. Uh, and then you can give like dig deep. So what we do then is that we dig deeper into that. And I was like, okay, so what is the reason why you see this as a treat? And they're like, I, I don't know. It's like okay. Could it be the fact that as a kid, when you did something well, that you got a treat from your from your parents? So that every time that they told you to do something and you did that and you did you behaved well, they gave you chocolate. Just like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that could be the case. Okay, so every time that you're now doing something well in your grown-up age, you think that you deserve some kind of treat and, and, and that treat should be chocolate or whatever. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that could actually be the case. So this is actually a way deeper conversation, but I just want to actually get yourself thinking a little bit. 
In the PEP program, we're going to dive way deeper into those things because it's all about subconscious programming that has been put in your mind for whatever reason. If you look at chocolate and you think that's something that, that you have desired to eat that chocolate, I promise you that is because of something that happened in the past to you and it's just subconscious programming. So just as a computer program, you can undo that programming. But what I want to be doing today is just to get you thinking. Hearing this example, do you believe there are certain things in your mind, in your subconscious programming that now makes it hard for you to stick to a certain habit? What is it that makes it hard for you to stick to a habit? Is it that you think it's, you know, you, you want that comfort food, even the word comfort food? Did you think, like, even how we've called it, comfort food? We think that we're going to get comfort from food. But let's be honest, like what, what's, what's comfortable about being overweight? What's comfortable about eating shitty food, gaining weight and not fitting into those white riding pants that we, that we use for competition? What's comfortable about that? Nothing, right? It's just a myth. It's just brainwashing. It's something in our head that tells us that, oh, but eating chocolate, I feel comfortable. It's bullshit, right? It's just those myths and it's just brainwashing that's been put inside of our mind. And again, this is a really, really deep topic. It's something that, you know, you're not going to indeed do this just by, you know, by the click of a switch. You actually need to dig deep and figure out the reasons why you haven't been starting to run, why you're eating junk food, why you have that desire for it. You really need to dig deep. And again, we're going to do this in the PEP program, but those questions are already some things that you can actually start to think about. What is the reason for you? What is it that you're hoping to achieve with eating certain things? What is it you're hoping to achieve? And is, is eating those cookies really going to give you that? If you want comfort, is eating cookies, is that actually going to give you comfort? Think about this. So this is actually all I got for you for today. Just to summarize this episode real quickly. So the first thing I talked about is, are you actually treating yourself like an athlete? There's two parts of, of each of our, like when we are, we're shaping a team together with our horse, you're probably treating your horse like an athlete. Most horse people are treating themselves, their horses like an athlete, but a lot of us forget to treat ourselves like an athlete. Realize that there's two pieces of this team and by you only focusing on, a on your horse, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. The second thing I want to talk about here is how are you going to get fitter? So if you want to get fitter, Two options, you either train more or you eat less calories. Pick one thing to start with. Don't try to do it all in one go. That's the big, like one of the biggest reasons people fail. They try to do too much in one go. So pick one thing, pick one thing, whatever it is for you. If it's just a matter of taking the stairs, just as, you know, I probably heard this in the past, but if it's just a matter of taking the stairs instead of taking, taking the elevator, but if, whatever it is for you. Do you want to start running? Okay, put on your running shoes once a week. Start putting on your running shoes once a week. Go out, walk 100 meters. Pick one thing. Be really specific about what it is that you're going to do. It doesn't really matter what you start with, if, as long as it's something in the right direction and that you stick to it. So whatever you commit to, make sure you stick to it. Make sure that you are consistent. Now, number three, dig a little bit deeper into the brainwashing here. Dig deep into your minds what you're actually thinking. If you want to stop eating junk food, what is it actually in your mind that makes you want to eat junk food? What is it? What's what's there? Like, what's the desire? What 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 is the, what is it that you're hoping to achieve? And are you actually achieving that? Maybe there's another way. Maybe there's a better way of actually, you know, um, giving the giving into that need. Maybe there's a better way of doing that instead of eating chocolate. So those are just some examples. Uh, I want to to really get you start thinking here. Um, if you want more of this, as I already mentioned, 
This is all going to be covered in the in the PEP program. We're going to get dig way deeper into this. And I am giving away one free spot in the PEP program. All you need to do to enter the drawing is to share this podcast, either on Facebook on, or on Instagram. Make sure you tag me in it. The winner is going to be announced. Sorry. And you also have to give this podcast a rating and restart. There's a lot going on at this moment. So... One step back, you need to do two things to enter the drawing for this free spot in the PEP program. First thing, you need to share this on your social media, either on Instagram or on Facebook. You need to tag me in it. And the second thing you need to be doing is that you need to go in and give this podcast a rating or a review in either Spotify or in Apple Podcasts. I think that I think I got it. <laughs> if you have any questions about it, I know I can get a little bit excited and just jump from left to right. If you have any questions at all whatsoever, please send me a message on either Instagram or Facebook. You will find my Instagram handle in the show notes. Make sure you do this before the 15th of March, because on the 15th of March, I'm hosting a webinar, a live webinar. And in there, I'm going to announce the winner. So in this webinar, I'm not only going to announce the winner of the drawing, obviously, I'm also going to talk about the 10 mistakes that ruin your performance in the saddle. And if you want to register for this webinar, you can find the link in the show notes. Again, make sure you do all this for 15th of March or you'll be missing out. If you have any questions whatsoever, make sure you send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and I hope to hear from you soon. Take care, have an amazing week. And I want to finish this off with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you on the next one.